Graffiti Japan. Faders. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And this is episode number 647. And uh, in this episode, I, I did something a little different. I met up with um, legendary podcast host, uh, Pat Dixon, from the New York City Crime Report. Uh, definitely check that podcast out. Let me just say that one more time the new york city crime report with pat dixon pat dixon has been doing that podcast for many years he's been rocking the internet and it's all about crime in the new york and new york area and it is absolutely fantastic faders it is great he's hilarious he's articulate and he is very sharp man very sharp and if you like his podcast you got to check out his stand-up when he does stand up dude that guy sets the crowd on fire man i went to new york a couple of years ago and i saw him on stage and i was like holy smokes dude uh david Chappelle, i love you you're the best you're fantastic but uh, step aside pat's in town oh man dude pat dixon is hilarious dude and he's on the show so um in this episode we met up and uh, we basically just had a conversation and this episode's kind of like seinfeld i guess you know it's like two guys just talking about random bullshit a little bit about new york a little bit about japan and just just you know podcasting in general you know it's a little insane baseball but eventually we get to the news and how we did the news is pretty cool because Pat read three stories and I read three stories his stories were from New York my stories were from Japan and uh, it was a, a, a news battle royale I guess you could say and um, towards the end of the episode uh, I got a little too faded oh my god I was drinking these seven percent bat wait what were they 7% highball tall boys. And uh, yeah, dude, it was so hot in my apartment that I drank them really, really fast and I got really, really faded. But that's part of the show, man. That's what we do. We just hang out and we get faded and we talk. So uh, without further ado, enjoy the show. Wait, how long have you been doing your show? Well, I'm in 12th season now. Season 12. 11 years, yeah. So it's, wait, that's like Lost's uh, finale, right? They they lasted twelve years, twelve seasons. What, which one did? <laughs> Lost, wasn't it? Twelve. Lost. Uh, was it that long? <laughs> oh my God. Are you getting off the island, <laughs> Manhattan? <laughs> I never watched it ever. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get off it or not. I mean, it's you know, there's people who want me to get off, like my landlord and shit. Oh, uh, but uh, I'm still staying for now. Good, good, good. Fuck your landlord. Yeah, I just raise the rent like another hundred and fifty bucks. Is that legal? Yeah, they they sometimes they get to make a big leap like that. That's you know, they vote on it and shit. Well, you know, God, I mean, I guess they had to give them something after all that, uh, you know, 
you can't uh, we had you know the rule for a while was you couldn't get evicted no matter what yeah it was no like eviction. san francisco mm-hmm. yeah san francisco and new york city are always competing to see who can be the the kind of like the most awful <laughs> yeah i lived in frisco <laughs> yeah how long were you there seven years man wow how did you deal with all the uh asians there <laughs> i dated one <laughs> <laughs> that okay. Dude, yeah. how do you think i wound up in japan <laughs> that was kind of my joke i figure you're in japan right so uh yeah yeah i came here and i was like all right you know nothing's changed no 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 i'm, I'm totally joking but um yeah dude uh yeah frisco is all right you know it's all right when i was there it was like the 90s right like I, I came here in 2002 so it was like the very end of like cool san francisco and at the very beginning of like you know feces needles home i mean i went there for my uh for my honeymoon in 2012 everything was expensive and there's homeless people everywhere and i was just like whoa wait a second where's like anything cool (laughs) (laughs) wow Mm. well i mean it's always nice in japan and right in the city where you live What, what what city do you live in you're gonna think i'm an idiot i really don't know no, it's all right. I live in Tokyo. I live uh, just south of Shibuya. You know that whenever they show Tokyo, they show that big intersection mm-hmm. with all those millions of people crossing. I'm like two train stops south of that or maybe like a 20 minute bike ride. Jesus. Yeah. Man, I guess so you are in the most career, probably the most uh, urbanly uh, urban den- dense urban area, I guess that there is, right? Pretty much. Well, my area is not that. I mean, to, that's Tokyo. All of Tokyo is dense, but my yeah. area is like a little bit more residential. You know, it's kind of like where like the city kind of like slows down just a little bit. So yeah, okay, it's not too crazy. I'm trying to think of what, what to compare that to in New York. What would you compare it to? Oh shit! I probably Chelsea, right? It's a couple of steps uh, stops outside of Times Square. Yeah, you know what? It probably would be the Chelsea. You're in Chelsea right now too, right? Hmm. God damn, there's a lot of people with diabetes in Chelsea, man. I was walking around and I saw needles everywhere. I know. That <laughs> diabetes has got to be a real issue here for sure. God, yeah. you guys gotta cut that sugar out of your diet. <laughs> you know, New Yorkers used to be pretty good about that, but I guess they're they're you know, it's the uh, what do you call it? The caramel the uh you know, that corn syrup, that's what it is. It Ugh. really sneaks up on you. And uh it's ugly. It's really ugly. You know, they the needle exchanges have started, I guess. And uh, they're they're really encouraging people to stay addicted to drugs. Don't do them alone. You know, they're trying to remove the stigma instead Mm -hmm. of trying to get people off drugs. They're trying to make them feel better about it. I don't think junkies care. (laughs) Well, yeah, they don't. You know, they don't care at all. Uh, But uh, yeah, but I guess it's in fact, when you think about it, it's not even a commercial like that, an ad like that. They put these ads out that try to remove the stigma. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, but it's, it's not really about the junkies it's about the people who are on the verge of becoming junkies or you know considering using to begin with that's who you want to get rid of the stigma for why do you want to at this point who's considering using drugs i mean shit dude every drug everybody that i've seen that's on like hardcore drugs is not cool dude that their skin's all puffy they got scabs all over their faces and shit faces of meth that's it perfect example just look at that and be like yeah, I think I'm sticking with booze. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. But that is, what you're doing right now increases the stigma. 
we're trying to decrease the stigma. You see what I mean? Like they they, they think that just all that stuff that you're talking about, which is yeah. very real, they're like, oh no, that's just like that's just what people say about it. You know, they oh yeah, drug addicts are all uh, messed up and torn up, and they are ugly, and their teeth fall out. You know, and their their face falls in on itself. But that that does happen, and uh, yeah. it's not a stigma; it's a reality, and. I, that's what they really want you to. I, I believe that the city is tearing itself down on purpose from the top down. Yeah, you know what? I I kind of got a feeling about that when I was there. You know, I mean, everything was just so goddamn expensive. You know, yeah. and it's just like unrealistic for anybody to live there for any period of time. And I think like the, a lot of people that were living, especially in uh, uh, what's called Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where I was staying. I think yeah. everybody's like kind of just like raping their credit card because it just seemed like everybody was going out. Everybody looked so fashionable. Everybody had like a five thousand dollar like dog walking them all over the city and shit. And I'm just like. Man, this doesn't seem feasible for people in this age bracket, you know? And I mean, I'm sure they got rich parents, but how long can they survive off these fucking credit cards, you know? Yeah. And I think that's like only a matter of time before like, you know, people start leaving and the rents are so high where they, it just eats itself and like these buildings start turning into like uh, I guess Detroit, you know? Yeah, because they're all empty, you know, post-COVID. Uh, not all of them, but a lot of them are still empty because they realize we don't have to pay these rents and have all these, you know, we don't need a big building here with people in them. Everybody will work from home. And so, yeah, there you go. Uh, the I don't know what's going to become of New York with all these empty uh, skyscrapers. It's really it's really kind of a bummer. You know? Raves. I mean, it, That's what that, happened in Detroit in the 90s. Raves. Oh, <laughs> it's raves. coming back, man. <laughs> well, good, man. I think something, something uh, good will come from it, I guess. I didn't say it was good. Do you remember the fashion back then? Pacifiers and pants. Pants that were like a parachute. If you fall out of an airplane, hey, you're okay. <laughs> pants that were like a parachute. That's great. <laughs> I had a pair. <laughs> I never. I, I I had I had a pair that were that were uh, what do you call it? Nylon, but they were not. I wouldn't quite call them parachute pants, but uh, whatever, man. Yeah, the, I, the, we didn't know how good we had it back then is the thing. You know, I mean, fashion-wise, okay, kind of blue. You know, maybe the music wasn't always the best. Some of it was pretty good. Yeah. But, man, things now, it's splintered apart. You can't even really uh, count on the, you know, it's, I don't know how you travel internationally. I mean, like it used to be, you could do what? Well, there's a possibility you could buy a plane ticket, fly out, go anywhere you want to in the world. You had a lot of self-determination. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I was thinking, what was, what am I going to do next? What's with my life? How do I make it better? Now I'm just kind of going, where do I stay? Can I stand here? <laughs> Dude, I was in New York for two weeks and I had three, well, two Oh, one guy. All right. I had three like uncomfortable incidents. I don't know what to call it, but like one guy threatened to stab me in the face. One guy, I don't even know what he was like yelling at me and my wife, or he was yelling at demons in front of him or something. And then some lady tried to steal our cigarettes and like tried to steal our drinks at a bar. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, huh? And I told my friend about that. You know, I was staying at my friend's house, you know, my, oh, the best friend in the world. She let us stay at her place rent free for two weeks. Oh, she's a doll. But, um, I told I told my friend about that. And she's like, yeah, that's just part of the crazy of New York. You get used to it. I'm like, I don't want to get used to getting stabbed in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Once is too yeah. many times, you know? <laughs> sure. Let's yeah, let's let's not like uh, kind of make that a, ha- a habit. Uh, and uh, here you are. Jesus, man. I got enough holes in my face. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you, you do get used to it. That's the the smells you get used to. It. Penn Station. I don't know if you had the uh, pleasure of being there, but I mean, for a I'll second, yeah, I saw the uh, oh. little art thing that they had in there with the, I guess the uh, cue balls or whatever. Oh, you know what? They've rebuilt some of it, and it's really nice. Some days it gets a little warm just on some of the platforms, and it smells like a human shit. It smells like someone's holding a human shit out in front of your face. Ugh. And sometimes that is happening. But, uh, you know, when it's uh, even when it's not, the whole building can really reek. And I don't want to get used to that. You know, I don't, I don't want for that to seem normal, for somebody to be taking a shit, like, uh, you know, right there in front of everybody, blowing. It's uh, the drugs, like you said, too, man. I came out of the studio the other day. There's people standing right outside the studio. 35th Street, busy street. Mm -hmm. Handfuls of drugs, you know, just like whatever, like kind of organizing little pills and shit like that. I don't know, man. It's uh, once you're once you go down that road, how the fuck do you uh, how do you how do you climb out of that? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea what your city should or the country should do about that kind of a situation, because I mean, like. Like the guy that threatened me and stuff, my wife and I, here's the situation. My wife and I, we just took our COVID test, right? And we had to take a COVID test 72 hours before we could fly out of out of New York to go to Japan, right? Um, and so we just took our COVID test. They're both negative. We're like, hell yeah, this is awesome. We're right off of uh, Times Square. That's where the little hospital was. And uh, so we sat down at a Starbucks uh, and we got a cup of coffee and like some snacks. We're just celebrating. We're like, this is great. We're going to leave. We're going to go back home. We can go back to our lives. Now I kind of regret it, but still, you know, so anyway, we're there, we're celebrating and my wife pulls on a cigarette to celebrate, right? And cigarettes, as you probably know, attract loonies because fucking cigarettes are so goddamn expensive there that people just go berserker whenever they see one, dude. Smoking there is like a, 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 a it's a loony attractor, a loony magnet, right? So yeah. anyway, she's smoking a cigarette. Not two minutes go by and this dude shows up and he's like, bitch, give me your cigarette. Now, my wife doesn't speak English very well, right? She speaks yeah. English, but her hearing, her listening isn't all that great or whatever. So anyway, she doesn't know what the guy is saying, right? It's a homeless dude. And he's a weird homeless dude because he's wearing, it's warm. He's wearing an army jacket. I don't think he's from the army. And he's got a half, like a half face full of like cornbread right like a cornbread sandwich like it's like his, his cheek is like a chipmunk it's just stuffed in there right where he can't swallow it. it's almost like you know like one of those like 1940s cartoons where like the guy has chewing tobacco stuck in his mouth or something right he's just there with all this shit in his fucking mouth right and he's like talking bitch give me a cigarette right and he didn't want a new cigarette he wanted a cigarette that she was smoking right and this uh. guy is, is he's dressed kind of shabby and he's barely got shoes on it's not even shoes it's like they were shoes but now they're like sandals because he wore them down to hell right and yeah. so i'm like i'm like i intervene i'm like hey she's not going to give you a cigarette he's like i wasn't talking to you motherfucker i'm going to stab you in the face permanent and then he's like do you know who i am i'm from the streets and blah 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 and i'm like oh my god this is fucking ridiculous and i was like go oh, let's just go and she's like why she thought we we're just talking about something. She didn't understand what the situation was. I didn't want to break into Japanese because this guy already threatened to stab me in the face. I mean, his priorities were all fucked up. He had half a sandwich and half his face. He's not wearing shoes. And apparently he's got a knife. You know, mm. he should sell the sandwich that's in his mouth that he's not eating. Sell the knife and buy shoes. But and I who, don't know. 
Who well, knows how he's going to react to hearing that you speak Japanese? You know, that this, that you don't want to oh, take that, that chance. <laughs> he's like going to think I'm going blah, 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 or something like that. Then he's definitely going to stab me. So anyway, he walks away and I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, all right, listen, get your cigarettes. Let's get the fuck out of here. Also, he runs up back to us, runs up to us and with the sandwich still in his mouth. And he's talking with half his mouth with the other half full. And he's like, you think this is funny, motherfucker? Da, da, da. And I'm like. I didn't think it was funny at all, except for you're not wearing shoes and you apparently have a knife. But it's like, you know, there's like a million people there, like all around. And so I don't know, maybe I could have gotten stabbed in the face. I don't want to get thought stabbed it, in the face. I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty funny, Johnny. I, I thought I thought it was pretty funny. I think I thought you did a fine job with that story. I thought it was pretty amusing. Really? Uh, it's too bad he couldn't hear it in its final form, man. You were still workshopping it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go on stage. Yeah, you got to come on here, by the way. Stand-up comedy is big in a big way, and it's coming, getting even bigger. They just opened up this, as I told you before, they opened this new club. New club's like an English and Japanese like stand-up comedy club. It's like a bar slash club, whatever. They got a stage. And apparently, like people from all over the country are coming just to do stand-up there because COVID down is kind of over-esque, even though everybody wears masks and everybody's still frightened of foreigners and COVID and shit. But still, oh. I think COVID is gone and comedy is back so that's great yeah it would people had to be vaccinated for here so long that i got used to not going to the clubs anymore and some of the best clubs here closed you know or at least one of them oh. one of my favorites danger fields no longer no and, way danger fields closed yeah that's, closed it's a global establishment uh, yeah, I don't know when exactly it closed for permit. You know, there was a guy there who's been working there since uh, since Dangerfield owned it, right? He was, and, and that 80s. was like in sixty nine, seventy. Yeah, I think it was Chario. And this guy, as soon as a uh, lockdown hit, you know, two weeks into it, he just died. He just wow. died. Yeah, because that because he's been there. That's his meaning of life. You know, that's his, that's everything that he ever did. So many sad stories, of course, from COVID. Yeah, and, yeah. That's just another one, but damn, I hate to see the clubs go. I it's just, I almost feel as if like uh, I don't write jokes anymore. You know, I don't make up jokes anymore. I don't do bits anymore. Uh, it's almost which makes you feel like I'm not in show business anymore. Now I go on stage and I just say everything I want to say, and uh, and it works out <laughs> fine. You know, it's it's kind of neat. Fuck you, fuck you, mic drop, pace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I tell you what, man, why don't you pull a Joel Rogan? Like and just get super famous? Oh yeah, that. No, man, but the thing is, he's there and he's fucking interviewing all these insane people. And when I say insane, like insanely intelligent or insanely unique, right? He right, interviews right, right. all these people and then he just takes bits of the conversations and then puts that into like an hour-long special that he tours around the country and makes a net a Netflix like uh, special or whatever. Maybe that's the way to do it. I mean, I was thinking about that for a second. I've interviewed tons of crazy people. I, I've been doing this show for since 2009. I've got so much material. I've, I mean, I could just go on stage. Actually, you could just go on stage and just read the news and just make jokes in between, like, you know, the articles, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I do, except I read the news just before I go on stage and I make a couple of notes. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's essentially the same thing. And, and, and of course, there's going to be some stuff. You got some core material that mm-hmm. you just keep. You always keep evolving it. And that's kind of what I'm doing. I got canceled this week. You out got of a canceled? Club, out of a club. Yeah, somebody called the club and said it wouldn't be a good idea to have me there. You can still something. get canceled. I thought cancel was like 2016 or something. 
No, you still get canceled. I mean, canceled. Oh. No, 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 I mean, I mean, I literally got canceled. I mean, the club canceled my fucking two day uh, engagement. They're like, he wears a tie, just like my dad, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't really. I don't, I it, don't like authority. I'm a millennial, and if you make me mad, I'm gonna call my dad, and he's gonna be even angrier. Hmm. Oh man, that's bogus, dude. You got canceled. That's bullshit. You still there? Yeah, I'll be right back. Hold on one sec. All right. God. I thought comedy was a job that you couldn't get canceled from. Yeah, I didn't get canceled because of my comedy, though. I didn't get canceled because of my comedy, though. See, from the podcast, somebody listened no, to the podcast. No, <laughs> it wasn't that. It was I punched a guy. Oh, you punched a guy. Yeah, and they and they seemed to think that it was going to be a problem. Wait, did you punch a bouncer? No, I, I punched a, a comic. Oh. I, I, punched, I punched another guy on my network, you know, because it, it's it's you know I don't want to go really kind of tired of talking about it. It happened on Monday, sure. then by Tuesday he's like, you know, uh, they want to get rid of this, you know, they it's not a good idea to to have this guy, whatever, blah blah. So uh, and I'm also suspended from uh, the network for two weeks. Wow! Until after the fourth, yeah, really blows. That's crazy. Really I think you're like living in New York where people like did that all the time. I got threatened <laughs> twice. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't cut out in a new hole in that guy's face or anything. I mean, it just uh, fucking punched him in the face. Yeah, whatever. So um, mm. it's, it's, you know, the first stand up comic got canceled. The very first one, the guy who started stand up comedy was canceled by basically by communist and his union. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't the first stand-up comic, uh, what was his name? Benjamin Franklin or something? <laughs> How far are we going back, man? <laughs> Close, man. It's uh, Frank Fay. He was the first guy to do it. He was in uh, like vaudeville, whatever. You know, he, he headlined at the palace. This guy made $17,500 a week. Holy shit. He was huge. He was huge. He was the highest paid guy in vaudeville. And he uh, he was the first guy to go on stage alone and tell jokes. The rest of the comedy was like, you know, baggy pants and like, uh, you know, that kind of shit. Like, uh, Chester's like flowers, or something. Puppets. Flowers that squirt, you know, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Steve uh, Martin with a, like an arrow in his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steve Martin, not really a comic. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but no, yeah. And, and so this guy, man, uh, he... he tried to get uh, some people censured and investigated after they went in support of some I don't know it's a, 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 what was it it was a, re, a rally for the communists who were trying to overthrow Franco in Spain I guess some shit like that Spanish Civil War stuff Whoa. Then, yeah so he tried to get them censured and then they, they turned around and censured him and after that he couldn't get representation couldn't get work died in obscurity and he's he the guy shut down his Twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Worse than that. Worse than that. Those back in the day, there were. You know what? You've heard of the Red Scare, of course. You know here in the United States. I mean, you were here before. You you grew up here, so you. You, you mean the that. old Red Scare, or like the, the old Red, Red scare? scare? Is there a new one? <laughs> There's a new one. Yeah, <laughs> the old Red Scare. Uh, everybody thinks of it as like this time when oh man the writers couldn't get work and the and the yeah, actors blacklisted McCarthy everybody, era yeah yeah but it wasn't but yeah and and that's true but you know what there were also there were some communists <laughs> there were a great deal a big <laughs> number of communists and and that it wasn't all fake and the communists did their share of damage too they were I mean 
as we've you know seen as years have uh, gone on. They weren't wrong. I don't think Joe McCarthy was wrong. I'm I'm pro McCarthyism, I guess. <laughs> Not the hysteria, you know, and all that. But I'm with I, Joe. <laughs> I am with Joe McCarthy. I think he was right. I think, uh, I think he was right. There's no question there were a bunch of communists in the State Department. Oh man. I know that you don't want to discuss that, but uh, I, I find it to be. Yeah, you uh, know, I'm in Asia, right? <laughs> yeah. What kind of country is that? You guys, it's a kingdom, right? Oh, Japan. Uh, you know, uh, we do have an emperor and yeah. uh, but we also have a prime minister. So and I think the prime minister takes care of business and the emperor does everything else, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm not very political. I don't talk about politics on the show whatsoever. Gotcha. Well, then let's stop. I- no, no, no. I mean, I could talk about American politics, but Japanese politics, like the thing is, I'm, I pay taxes, but I can't vote. So it's just like, you know, why get involved in politics here when I have no power or authority? I can't really complain about it. So because I mean, no matter how long I'm here, I'm always going to be kind of like a guest. So I'm just like, uh, I just go with the flow. Oh, your vote's not necessarily counted here either. So it's. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, dead people can vote here. It's funny. You can't vote there just because you're from another country. But, uh, hell, they let people, they let dead people vote multiple times here sometimes. It's it's crazy. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, you, yeah, they let illegal, illegal immigrants vote, illegal aliens. They, they allow everybody to vote. Wow. So long as they mail it in or wonder, even if they don't. I wonder if my grandpa's still voting. I wonder if he's a Republican or a Democrat. <laughs> How do I find out? <laughs> depends on yeah it depends on what the property taxes are in heaven i guess right <laughs> i'm sure they're high i'm sure they're high <laughs> yeah, you gotta have good that's school. why everybody's in limbo <laughs> <laughs> yeah they've gotten rid of the middle class of course i'm gonna You're buy a good. ticket to the highway to hell <laughs> man i uh, these days i look forward to dying johnny i really do well, you're smoking. I, I yeah, I'm trying to hasten the whole thing. I started back. I started smoking again when uh, I, I realized how much my second, uh, no, third marriage sucked. And, third uh, marriage. I heard about the first and the second one. The third one. Third one. Yeah, we've, there's been a third one. It's over now. So uh, three divorces. I'm still undefeated. Mm. Oh my god, three divorces. Jeez. Oh, yeah, god. I, I got a friend that's been divorced. I'm not not really a friend, but like four times. Yeah, yeah, that gets to be kind of expensive. Well, I mean, in America, it's gonna be. I, I, I don't even know how you can afford it. No, man, it's like it's cheaper to get divorced than it is to be married to, uh, uh, you know, somebody you can't stand. Oh, it, it is. I think so. Yeah, it's quite an expense. Anyway, it's if you don't really have a whole bunch of shit to talk about or get rid of, then I mean, divorce is not that expensive, and it's hope. Divorce is hope. Divorce equals hope. That's what mm. it is. You think nothing's ever going to change, and then here I am. I'm stuck, and then one day, everything changes, and you're not stuck. You're back to normal, and your wife is somewhere drifting around New Orleans or something, and uh, that's the way. <laughs> you married a drifter. I married a I married no I I married a woman and turned her into a drifter. Oh God! Oh jeez! No, no. I, I've did my share of crazy here. Have you ever had a? Oh wait, no. I I remember your story where uh, your ex girlfriend tried to kill you or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My story doesn't compare to yours. Never mind. Oh, go ahead. No. No. I'll, I'll, it doesn't matter. Just, yeah. Hey, everybody goes through their own brand of hell. Oh God! No, I was dating this girl for uh, about a year and a half or something, and. Um, I got an apartment and she helped me get an apartment. And so um, anyway, 
after I got my apartment, she slowly started bringing all her stuff into my place. And uh, when she started spending a lot of time with me, we started having like issues because I guess, you know, if I saw her every so often, things were great. But seeing her every single day, we just didn't gel. Right. So we're arguing all the time or whatever. And uh, so I kind of wanted her to stop coming over to my place. And she's like, what do you mean? Come over to your place. This is my place. You should leave. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, this is my place. My name's on the lease. I'm paying the rent. You actually don't even have a job or whatever. We had this huge fucking argument, right? About whose place it was. Well, no, about me kicking around. And um, it came to terms that it was definitely my place. But anyway, so it was like. In Tokyo, pretty much after midnight, all the trains stop. That's the difference between Tokyo Tokyo and New York. Uh, All the trains stop around midnight, right? So wherever you are after midnight, you're staying there unless you take a taxi or you walk, right? So anyway, um, we kind of like broke up, right? And it was like right before last train. And it was at my house or my apartment. So I was like, you know what? You can stay at my place. And in the morning, you can leave and take all your shit. And um, we'll let bygones be bygones, right? And I had to work the next morning at like fucking 8.30 in the morning, right? And it was on a Sunday. So I had to get some sleep on Saturday. So I, I went to bed. And it was like probably like midnight after a huge argument or whatever. And she's watching TV, chain smoking cigarettes. And I, yeah. and I fall asleep on, my, on my, my bed, right? And then I don't know how long it was, maybe an hour or so, maybe maybe 10 minutes. I have no idea. But um, I, I woke up because I felt ice on my back, right? Like right in the middle of my back, I felt ice, right? And I woke up and I was like, ah, ice. And then I got this like kind of like electric jolt all throughout my body. And then I jumped off my bed, like instinctively jumped off my bed and landed on my feet. I was like, what the fuck? And I found out that she put her cigarette out in the middle of my back. She's like, fuck this guy. And she put a cigarette on my back. Right. And, wow. and then I kicked her out of my apartment. I was like, you got to get out of here right now. Take a taxi, take this money, take your shit, get the fuck out. Which she did. And I looked over at the ashtray later on and it was like full of cigarettes. She was just there smoking and cha- just chain smoking, smoking and smoking and smoking, just getting more and more angry. Like I fucking hate this guy. And after your story, you know, with like your ex-girlfriend with like the red hair, or whatever, you know, yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually kind of lucky. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You know what? If we, if we all got together in a big group, every guy who's had a, a, a woman like this in their life, we put all our problems in the middle of the room hmm. By the end of the uh, of the of the hour together, we would all be struggling and and trying to get our problems back. You know, the same ones we came in with, uh, compared to uh, all this other shit. You know, and and man, uh, put it. I'm kind of caught. You say you know she's smoking cigarette after cigarette. She put a cigarette out on you. Yeah, on my back. That's that's like uh, do you, you must in the have middle had, of my probably, back. Huh? You got a scar, right? You must have a scar from that. I'm not going to ask you to show it, but I mean, like, it must have been pretty bad. <laughs> it's right here. No, um, <laughs> no. Actually, the funny thing is, I did have a scar. I did have a mark for like the longest time. Then I was in Germany. I I used to go to Germany all the time. I was in Germany, and I was talking to my friend there, and I told him the story. He's like, Johnny, let me see the scar. I'm like, Yeah, dude. Here's the scar. And I pulled up my shirt, and the scar disappeared. It did. The scar disappeared, but the story stuck along, which is uh, weird because you would think that like a burn scar on your back, burn mark on your back would just like be there forever. Right. I've had one. I've had one since birth. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it went away. Maybe it that's wasn't great. Like heat, but anyway, so it that's t- my t- story. 
Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. Anybody who'll put a cigarette out on your back will do, you know, pretty much anything. You, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't rule anything out with some crazy whore like that. Mm-hmm. And you gave her money on the way out the door. That's that's funny too. It's like that's what you have to do. Like go, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I don't have any money here. Take the money. Go. Yeah. You still end up having to like pay the bill and that. It's 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 the you know when I was uh, getting. Re- for breaking up with the one who ended up trying to kill me she's yeah. crying and everything and she's got tears you know I, maybe there weren't even any tears now that I think about it but she's like Ugh. she's like acting all sad and then she just gets really straight in her face like this and goes will you give me money <laughs> oh really <laughs> it's all fake god they're good and I gave her fucking money Johnny I said I gave her I gave her two hundred dollars it's, it's yeah it's the I weirdest. give her 50 bucks and like 5,000 yen just to take a taxi back I, yeah maybe something like that I can't remember this is years ago I've been married usable. for like over 10 years so this is like a long time ago so that's really the way to go man it's just just yeah be married stay married enjoy it enjoy it, and, and and forget all these uh these fucking succubuses yeah yeah. Oh no, 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 no. But I've I've had my share of crazy. My share of cra- you've had your share of crazy. I've had my share of crazy. Right now, I'm with my wife. Totally happy. My wife, dude. My wife deals with all my insanity. I've got a lot of insanity, dude. I'm a painter, man. I'm an artist. I mean, look around. I've got all sorts of crazy shit all over the place and stuff. It's she really deals nice. with all of that, man. That's a very uh, nice room. That's not. That's nothing to deal with. Look at it. It's like uh, it looks. <laughs> I mean, you haven't seen the floor, cool. man. Yeah. Well, when you're Actually, an artist, the, floor, uh, the, the cockroaches extends, are all scatter away. <laughs> it extends to your decorating, doesn't it? It makes me like you really you, you make a nice uh, a, a sort of nice environment for yourself, so you feel like creating. Probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it just shit piles up, man. The more stuff you have, the longer you live in a place, the more stuff you accumulate, and then it just goes from there. Yeah, I got paintings galore. All oh, speaking of paintings, I got your painting here, man. So eventually, not eventually, maybe this week and stuff, I can send that to you. That's that would be great. That'd be great. I'll give you my address. I'll text it to you. You'll have it. And uh, yeah, we're know, recording right now, so it. don't don't say. <laughs> I live at eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny Street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> something like that perfect all right yeah i'll, I'll let you know I, I can't wait man that's that's awesome i'm honored that you even did that it's, and now it's been years so it's appreciated oh yeah 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 i did a whole set called the wise guys i painted dude <laughs> this is how old it is i got these right here i dug them up because of the show i got this guy right here who is this guy louis ck right yeah louis ck man this guy's canceled which is weird because i painted him blue so actually a really great painting i mean this painting is, of this guy I, is fantastic dude i really i i got to agree with you the features i like the nice strong lines there you know and mm-hmm. it is when and the colors are real vibrant it reminds me of uh i don't know like a gogan or something like that uh those you know bright tahitian colors maybe maybe okay well, let's play a game let's play a game okay so you called that guy all right so let's see i'm pretty good at this i've seen a lot of really bad comedian murals like <laughs> comedy clubs all right all right all right so all right all right how about this guy taylor negron no come on let me see let me see I, uh it's got okay. a podcast it's got oh, a it's joe rogan then. yeah there we go joe rogan okay okay yeah that's, that that makes sense okay all right this guy has the nickname aka the machine it's it's probably a guy that I'm not real familiar with. Bert Kreischer. 
Yeah, that's I figured like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan, and uh, I, I uh, never, I never could get into him. <laughs> He's got a great story. He's been on my podcast. He was on my podcast once, like uh, right before he became super famous. He came out to Japan on uh, what's called his um, some kind of a like, travel channel tour or something. Anyway, he came on. He was on the show for a minute. All right. When you want to get him? Yep. Forget Bobby about John. it, huh? Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, it's Dice Clay, right? No, God, no. <laughs> kind of close. It's Dom Herrera. Oh, Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera. You know, you're right. When once these people are out of your fucking immediate thoughts, you know, I mean, these are these are classic guys that you're showing. Oh no, 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 no. You sort yeah, of like become, you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then of course this guy right here. Hey. Yeah, everybody knows that guy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh yeah. God, uh, Harlan Williams, of course. No oh, God, no! I thought it was the uh, the guy from the Twilight Zone, Rob Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Sterling. I think what? that's a porn actor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's his name, right? Rob Ster- is it Rob Sterling? It's Sterling. Rod Rod Sterling. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it hey, also sounds like a porn name. Man. <laughs> Could be a porn name. Hey, dude, you got to give me a little bit of slack, man. I have lived in America in twenty years, right? And I went back, and I was there for like one month, and Dude, talk about culture shock. I'm walking down the street. I'm like, God damn, we are fat in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, you think? Uh, that everybody's. Uh, so that's where you were. You were in Detroit. No, I wasn't in of- Detroit proper. I was in uh, actually I spent most of my time in Ypsilanti, Michigan, Ann Arbor, okay. Michigan, around that whole area and stuff. Like I caught COVID when I was there. So I spent actually most of my time in my mom's uh, basement. <laughs> wow. That's nice down there. Mm. Uh, yeah, Ann Arbor. Is, uh, Ann Arbor. Uh, they had a comedy club. I think they still do. And then they were one of the first cities to just go full blown legal marijuana, which I thought was odd. They legalized mushrooms there. Mm. They're yeah, that people. was crazy. Yeah, I was at I was at a mall with like my mom and my wife, and this guy. I was talking to this guy about shoes. He's like, oh, you're from Japan, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, not really, but yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So make sure you get some shrooms while you're out here. And I'm like, shrooms? Like on my pizza? He's like, no, man, shrooms, man. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm going to pass on that shit, dude. I'm fucking 45 years old, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with like the Bell's beer, the, the fucking beer bottom whiskey. Dude, I'm fucking like an alcoholic, dude. <laughs> That's how I roll. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Hmm? Mm. You find what works, you stick with it, man. Yeah, why be experimenting at this age? No, oh, fuck that shit, dude. Oh, God. No, I don't want to be like one of those guys that's like fucking 50 years old. All of a sudden, they fucking like start like changing their life and hanging out with kids or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, you could go sideways on that shit. I don't want to fuck around with it. No, yeah, I did. It's it's it really, it's what are the chances it's going to enhance your life at this point? You know, that very, very remote. I don't know. I've already been all over the world. I mean, what else is there to see? <laughs> yeah, what, 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 yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? You know, have a mushroom trip. I took mushrooms uh, a few years ago when I was a little younger. Obviously, I was younger in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what, yesterday? <laughs> no, no, a little longer ago. When that, I was, but it was younger uh, this morning. <laughs> ten years ago, I guess. Ten? Yeah, about ten years ago. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed taking mushrooms ten years ago a few times, but I didn't go. I didn't do to do it a lot. And you know what? I, I'd be just as well without the experience. You know, you, you giggle. That's it. You get a good mood for a little while. That's kind of a nice little vacation from, you know, my being me. Uh.
but uh, you named a couple of different alcohols there. You talk, what, what were those beers you were talking about? Oh, yeah. No, in Michigan, it's all about beer. Uh, in Japan right now, I'm just drinking highballs. So it's like a whiskey soda. I mean, oh. it comes in a can that's like bigger. Like in, in Japan, this is like the land of alcohol, dude. This right here is a uh, highball. It's a whiskey soda. It costs like uh, about a, I think about a buck 50. Give me a break. No, For no, no, whiskey just, soda, a dollar fifty, and how? Can the, the size of my face? Seven percent. Seven percent. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so fourteen proof, and you're just swigging it away. Yeah, wow. totally. No, they got shit that's like way stronger than this. They got uh, it's called Strong Zero, which is like zero calorie, but it's like nine percent. It's like these big cans about the same size as this. And uh, yeah, it, some of them are like cherry flavor, strawberry flavor. It's kind of a girl's drink. It, it's uh, kind of like a Mickey Finn in a can, to be honest. It's, it's yeah, kind of bad. Right. But uh, yeah, so they got uh, tons of those. No, uh, Japan's definitely uh, an alcoholic's paradise. Like, I mean, you could drink on the street. You can go into a police station with a bottle of Jack Daniels and swig it and ask a cop for directions. Uh, you can drink in taxi cabs. You can drink. You can't drink and drive. Very strict on that. But if you're not the driver, you can like have like a whole case of beers open and drink them one at one, one by one in the car. Like the rules here are a little bit loose. It makes sense. You know, you're not driving. What's the difference? Uh, true. But uh, yeah, dude, when I was in the States, oh God, I was driving from my cousin's house to my mom's house and I was sober and uh, my wife was drinking at my cousin's house. She had a, a white claw. That's what it's called, like a white claw, right? Yeah. Yeah, she had a white claw. And anyway, so we drove all the way from my cousin's house to my mom's house. And uh, she got out of the car and she's like drinking this can. I look over. I'm like, have you been drinking a white claw the whole time? She's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, that is like so fucking illegal here. Like I can go to jail, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Open container law. Yeah, it's doubtful they would do that. You say, look, my wife's Japanese. She didn't know. I'm sure they'd let you go. Really? She must okay. think she must think it's a weird country, you know, like some kind of Muslim country or something where weird <laughs> shit like that's illegal. <laughs> you could be executed for that. <laughs> so you're gonna lose your hands? Yes. And part of my penis. <laughs> Start trying to decide like, whether or not you're gonna turn her in, right? <laughs> she's like, you're already circumcised. I'm like, yeah, but they're gonna cut off more now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Double circumcised. Oh, that's the have worst. Ever, have you ever had sex with an uncircumcised woman? It's just, it's such a pain. Such a pain. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't touch it. They have such high expectations. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go more than 15 seconds? Fuck that. <laughs> 15 seconds. Man, it, it the, the problem reverses itself later on in life, I'll tell you. How old are you, Johnny, anyway? Uh, 45 this year. Technically, I'm 44. Okay. Good. So I round up because 45 sounds better than 44. Although they do make a gun that's 44. Yeah. Cool. That's true. That's true. They're both good. Those are both good numbers for that. 46 Wait. is nothing. Pat, you're 46? No, I'm not 46. How old are you? 52. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? You're 52 years old? Here we are. God, I got to start smoking. You look great. Ah, thanks, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm going to call an Uber Eats. 
You know, Uber Eats you, delivers cigarettes here. I think so you like, don't. You you don't. You don't look your age either. I mean, like I think it's something about our generation. You know, our people like who came after anybody born after like 1950 or 60. People used to. You see, like uh, Robert Mitchum and shit like that. You know, they looked like a. They looked like they were 60 when they were 40. Yeah, we just don't age that way anymore. Well, I don't know, man. You and I both have like weird lifestyles. I mean, if you're doing comedy and you're doing like podcasts and stuff, you're pretty much inside out of the sun and you're outside like only like at nighttime. Right. That's kind of like how I roll. Right. I I pretty much been working inside. I was a DJ for years. So it's just like, I don't know, man. I think it's the sunlight that really fucks you up. (laughs) Yeah, it does do that. Yeah. And and exercise i guess is a bad thing right sun sunlight vitamin d basically lockdown i don't know what it what it did to you but man and this is all it just to be serious it made me look i probably aged between five and ten years of my appearance just through lockdown oh really i got fat (laughs) yeah and my hair got long it was like super gray and mousy i looked like my mom holy shit now, I, I, my wife cuts my hair, so I, I stayed in check, but it's just like the weight. I couldn't control that shit, dude, because I like booze and I like bad food. So pretty much like, yeah, I kind of like lost control a little bit. And with lockdown, you know, I, I lost like when once it first happened in Japan, I lost like all my clients, all my business or whatever. So I had nothing else to do except for like drink with my friends, you know. So basically I go to the park. With like, I don't know, like a bottle of gin, some uh, booze, like like tons of booze and shit. And just like get completely wasted in the park almost every night. Wow. Mm. So, hey, it's, it's, so it was actually a big party for you. To, and it was and it was fun. That was great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the money thing. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's weird how, how divergent people's experiences were through that time. You know how. how there's a lot of people who just wish the fucking virus would never end. They wish the, 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 that the pandemic would go on forever. Just keep giving us money. I'll stay home and work on my art project or whatever the fuck they're, they're mm-hmm. working on, you know, writing the great American novel and not ever, not ever cracking it. And uh, th- people now act like these jobs are all beneath them, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's jobs. I don't want to fucking do that. Nobody wants to go back to work. And it really kind of kind of teaches a lesson about, you know, the welfare right i mean like once you start paying people to stay home and that goes for everybody it's really hard to crank everything back up again and motivate again you know i mean like it's the momentum of just living day by day is apparently the only thing that keeps everything moving forward now i got a question about the money that all the americans got like when you when you guys got money at the end of the year did you guys get taxed on that money or was it like taxless there's just like free money and nobody got taxed. I'm the wrong guy to ask probably because I didn't really, I haven't paid taxes in a few years. I haven't, I haven't filed in a few years. So I'm kind of like, uh, okay, I'm stopping recording now. Uh, <laughs> delete, well, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't get, I didn't get the big COVID money. I got, I, I got a little bit of unemployment, you know, but, yeah. uh, and they definitely want to know how much, unemployment i got now so it's it's weird it's like they give you money and then they're like hey what about all that money we gave you how much was it well you should fucking know mm-hmm. even you gave it to me right how, how do you not know i don't know that's weird man that's that's crazy i, I don't yeah. like all this stuff. yeah they gave away too much money yeah is that probably why the economy is kind of going in the shitter they're like well, they give away all this money and they're like oh fuck 
<laughs> raise taxes. <laughs> well, it's like they do all this like, uh, yeah, right. We're going to give away trillions of dollars and then we're going to reduce the amount of goods and services there are for that to buy and shit. And uh, yeah, there's inflation. There you go. It's a recipe for it. They did it on purpose. They're ruining it on purpose. You know this, right? They're ruining it on purpose. They're ruining it on purpose. Definitely. Without a doubt. There's no other way to explain it. I mean, why shut down the... Well, you don't like talking politics here, but American politics. They will... You know, first thing Biden did was like shut down all the uh, you know, places where they're getting oil and stuff like that, the oil fields, the oil refineries. And so now we uh, became dependent on foreign oil. And then uh, we had complete energy, uh, what do you call it? Independence under Trump. And now it's now we're fucked. So it's it's a combination of things like that. The war was encouraged by us, not discouraged. And uh, they don't ever want it to end. The one in Ukraine. And then they want to they want to go on talking about Putin's price hike forever. Anyway, you 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 don't want to hear my conservative ranting. I see you becoming less and less comfortable with this conversation, but it is a fact. Oh no no no! I'm asking my uh, wife to bring beer. Okay. Like telepathically, uh, telepathically. <laughs> She's on her way back from uh, wherever she is, so I'm just like, buy some more beer. Come on, we're talking politics. I need more booze. <laughs> <laughs> For real. If I gotta deal with this shit, so do you. Uh, I'm drinking whiskey cola. Oh god, yeah, these are pretty hardcore too. No, uh, I don't know anything really about that. I can't really comment. I mean, I haven't really been following. It's just like, right. dude, the thing is, just like, okay, once you leave your country for a significant amount of time, like you start to lose not interest, but you kind of start to lose like um, touch. With yeah. like, with politics and sports and uh, pretty much anything, yeah, even like what sports season it is, you know, like all of a sudden somebody will start talking about basketball. I'm like, it, what? Ba- it's basketball season already? Holy smokes, you know. And then well, when it comes, to, it's basketball. You know, it's basketball season basically ten months out of the year. So I mean, is it really? Yeah, it's long. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. Yeah. But anyway, it's just like you lose touch with that pretty much everything. You know, I mean, I have no idea what's going on in the States. I can't really comment or even like, I mean, I file and I pay American taxes, so I should be able to bitch. But it's just like I, I'm not really in there, so I can't really bitch because I don't really know what's going on. You know, I mean, I hear this and that from like a YouTube, but how reliable is YouTube or like the, the mass media news these days? So it's just like when I hear something, I'm like, OK, cool. But is that true? You know, it's just like I don't even know what's true. What, All you got to do is follow uh, follow uh, Reasonably Well-Informed. It's a great show, and it comes on at uh, nyccrimereport.locals.com. Uh, I, I have a bunch of shows on there, and they if you, I, I really think between that and maybe Compound Media, if, if those two uh, things, you will get a more full and complete and real, honest, true picture of what's going on in the news than, you, than you're going to get anywhere else. Certainly better than CBS News. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because I've been following Fox for years, and I feel gypped. Fox is, yeah, they, there's a few things that they're not talking about. No, I have no idea. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, that I don't even know if Fox is good or bad anymore. I don't even know. I just hear Fox thrown around every so often. Like, dude, like, all right, to be honest, I wake up in the morning, and when I wake up, I, I turn on Japanese. Well, my wife has Japanese news on a little bit and stuff, so I, I watch that just to know what's kind of going on in the country here and there. It's mostly like weather and celebrity shit. 
And uh, sometimes if something significant is going on, like there's like a new war or something Mm -hmm. that I'm just like, oh, shit. okay, wow. You know, North Korea is firing missiles or something like. But other than that, I don't really know the news. The only news I really focus on and I really am like really in depth in is the Japanese crime news. And that's that's the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, shit. That's what this whole podcast is about. So, and, I mean, and if you do, you feel like if you look at the crimes that are going on in a country, you can sort of tell a lot about what's going on in that country. So, yeah, yeah but here in Japan, like a lot of people, that, I mean, they work like eighty hours a week, so they get stressed out, and then you know they just snap and they do something crazy. Usually, oh. it's, it's sexual, but every so often you get a guy that dresses like Batman and does some crazy shit. I thought you were going to say they work 80 hours a week. They don't have time to kill and rape. Um, it's, it's everybody. Everybody's just too busy. They're always on the clock. You know, it's just rush around. But nobody takes time to stop and and smell the sexual assault anymore. Hey, uh, would it be OK if um, I record on this end as well? I think you're doing that already. No, I, I tried to record and it says uh, that um, I, I have to get permission from you. Ask the host to give me permission. Oh, okay, cool. How do I do that? So, okay. Stop video chat. Make host rename. Allow to record on local files. Allow multi-pin. I think allow to record local files. Okay, is that it? Can you do that now? Yep. Can you record? Yep. I mean, yeah, it looks like I just started recording. Cool. Okay, so, so, so we're good. Yeah, thanks. That's uh, it's it's all very interesting. The differences in the crime. We're on pace to nearly five hundred murders before the close of. Well, let's see. That was in twenty twenty one, and uh, we. I guess suppose we did. That's the first time in a number of years. I mean, it's it's been. See, uh, there were four hundred nineteen in two thousand twelve, and then it went into the three hundreds, and it's that's pretty good because it was over two thousand murders, uh, like in like ninety. You know, so, I mean, that's a pretty significant drop, but it's climbing back up and, you know, it's every murder matters. You know, when you they add up uh, over a few months, why do you suppose covid brought out the, the, the people murdering? That's a good question. Why did covid make people murder? I guess desperation. Mm hmm. You mentioned boredom as a motive before, you know, and I suppose it could be that, too. <laughs> I'm bored. Let's murder. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the one guy worked for the one guy. I mean, uh, th- we had a guy who set off some smoke bombs, firecrackers, and he had some guns I, and, he, and he fired saw- 30. <laughs> he fired 33 shots into the uh, in, in the in a subway car. Yeah, I saw that guys. in the news in Japan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a big we're story. Planning right? a trip. We're planning a trip to go to New York, and, and my wife turns on Japanese TV and like, oh, New York, I'm like, whoa, 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 everybody's dead <laughs> in New York. What's going on? You know. <laughs> also, we watch the news. I'm like, uh, this is an isolated incident. What, what train was it? The N. Nobody rides the N train. That, that the train's for losers. You know. actually you know something nobody died in that everybody got shot in the leg i think that which is a little suspicious 33 shots 10 people supposedly hit and nobody died i mean that it's a it's a miracle it's a friggin and when the guy ran away he left his his card that he used to rent his u-haul he left the that rental information he left the fireworks he left the gun it's all in a bag here Uh. it's like a it's like a catch the murderer kit, you know? Uh, worst Batman villain ever. Yeah. 
Oh, where's my wallet? Oh God! Oh, geez! Oh boy! Oh, uh, it's I okay. The crime scene again. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even wearing gloves. <laughs> what a what a lousy! And and you know what? I can't even tell you the guy's name now. And a guy who does something like that, you ought to remember his name for a few months, right? You would Wait, think. What, maybe like Fight Club? Like his name was Bob Sanders or something. <laughs> 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 yeah say his name say his name oh geez oh, those are the murders everybody hears about is the racial ones that's those, those are the ones that are that really stick here because you know they do repeat their names brianna taylor you know and these are not even murders a lot of times they're just like police involved shootings that get misconstrued misreported and misunderstood i not, you, they have a guy here now though you, you know you say that we have these harsh sentences they're, the the DA we have here in New York, his name's Alvin Bragg, and he's brand new. He came in in January. He doesn't seek, his, his thing is to not seek carceral punishment for anybody, hardly anybody, hardly any crimes. I mean, it's like you really have to just like blow a senator's head off or something in order to, uh, you know, or some domestic things or stuff, stuff like that. But a lot of the crimes aren't even bail eligible, meaning like uh, you don't even have to pay bail. They don't even put you in jail anymore. They've, they've, there's fewer people in jail now than ever. They just and, and almost all these crimes that we'll read about, you know, they are committed by people who should have been still in jail. But it's a small number of people committing a lot of these crimes over and over again. They won't lock them up. That's that's insane. I, I think prison prison has been around since people have been around. You know, I mean, the thing is just like there's been prison because if, there are bad people out there, you know, and bad people have to be separated from society, you know, and, and every country, every, every society has got prison. Right. And so for like America or New York to be like, Hey, you know what? We don't need prison anymore. Fuck that shit. You know, that that's ridiculous because I mean, this is going to make crazy people, people that are natural born killers or just like just criminals just say, Hey, fuck it. If I can get away with it, I'm going to do it. And maybe that's human nature, too, because the thing is, I jaywalk all the time. I love to jaywalk because the thing is, if I can get away with it, I'm going to do it. Right. Even though I know you're not supposed to jaywalk in Tokyo, but I do it. So maybe that's it. It's human nature. So you got to have prison because prison is like a deterrent for people to from committing crimes. Sure. Yeah. And it's the same way with jail. You know, like uh, when you when you get arrested, if you don't get locked up, if you don't have to spend a day or two in jail or a week in jail or you don't have to come up with bail money, then, you know, you're back out in a few hours. And hell, man, I mean, you, you haven't even uh, you haven't even slept. You're still on the same day. And it's a, it's a momentum thing. People like that don't tend to be like big planners all the time. So they're like, what do you, what do you call the impulse? They act on impulse. And, you know, it's just one impulse after another. They're going to go commit more crimes. Uh, it's it's just True. it's shocking that they would want to do it that way. But this is what I'm talking about when I say they're they're wrecking it on purpose. Because there's no way that these that these grown men who are saying like, oh, don't no, jail is bad. It has a disparate impact on communities and stuff like that. There's no way that they don't understand what happens when you don't lock people up. Why are they doing that? Why why are they eliminating jail and prison? Why are they keeping like criminals or people that commit like random crimes on the streets? That makes no sense. It's uh to create a uh, equity, you know. That's basically it. I mean, they, they they say it's for racial equity. Of course, that's not the real reason. The real reason is because they're just trying to create a situation where they I mean, you have to break a thing in order to rebuild it. And so all I can figure the war is on uh you know, a certain type of person in the United States of America. And, uh, and it's, 
it's stacked against a, a certain type of individual, and these are the ones who need to be broken in order for them to just continue to remold society in the way that they want it. I mean, these criminals might be a danger to people at large, but they're not a danger as far as like preserving the sense of the culture and stuff like that. They want to kill the whole American idea. Wow, that's deep, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <true. laughs> dude, I'm like two of these fucking like what seven percent drinks <laughs> deep, and that is really deep, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're hallucinating wow. right now. Yeah. Oh man, holy smokes! All right, well. We've been talking about like crime in the news. Should we actually get into the news? I can't wait. Why don't, why yeah. don't we do that? All right. Awesome. All right, Pat. So how should we do this? Um, so I got three stories. Actually, I got five stories. How many stories you got? I, you know what? I've got three or four. And um, th- I, don't, I didn't really select for, for dramaticism so much as just like something timely. But they, they're all pretty good. So I'll say three to five. I'll try to keep pace. Okay, well, I'm getting kind of... You open it up then, you know, since you maybe have a bonus, you should uh, maybe, you know... All right, so, okay. I kind of cherry-picked these. Uh, Some of these stories we've... uh, My past... My co-hosts have actually covered. So, but uh, anyway, it's going to be new to us, so it's all good. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya, about five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! 
Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing it comes in a lid that's pretty badass this whole world is so nerfed up these days everything is plastic and pink but not ghost town palmade this stuff is a man's palmade and it is hardcore it's so hardcore it's from oakland california oakland california that's right ghost town palmade get your fit on in style Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Okay, here we go. My first story. Aichi woman arrested for mixing human excrement into school lunch. Well, this story sounds kind of shitty. On June 13th, a 20-year-old employee of a public school in Ozaki, Aichi Prefecture, was charged with mixing human feces into a school lunch. The incident occurred on October 8th, 2021, when the principal of the school taste-tested the school's lunch in advance in, in the staff room and noticed that it had a strange odor and discoloration probably of shit he immediately canceled the meal for everyone else and submitted the food to the public health center for examination the result confirmed that it contained e coli bacteria and even though the school lunch was made in a separate facility no other school had any trace of fecal matter in their food Thanks to the keen sense and the quick action of the principal, none of the students or staff members were exposed to the contaminated food and did not suffer any illness as a result. Thank God. A subsequent investigation led back to the staff member, though it was unclear that her motive, what her motive was or how she managed to mix the excrement into the food. <laughs> 
<laughs> with a spoon, I would say, right? Or a mixer. I think with her butt. <laughs> yeah. She she, she is just squatted over it and like, yeah. Tried to Fuck her these kids. <laughs> she is charged with fraudulent obstruction of business. Would wouldn't be the first crime that springs to mind when someone attempts to poison an entire school. She is currently denying the charge. Now, this story isn't surprising to most students from around the globe because school lunches normally taste like shit. <laughs> yeah. I added yeah. that. No, I agree. Uh, and, and no, it's it's. I remember when I yeah, growing up, I had the school lunch man. I think we had, uh, we never had shit in our school lunch, but I I think we used to have a little school lunch blended in with our shit. Yeah, you know? I mean like this is what they would serve. Uh, they, those weird food combinations and everything. And this lady was what was her job again? Was she a cafeteria worker? Surely not. She was a lunch lady. A lunch lady. Well, my God, that's. Uh, She's crazy, right? She just has to be crazy. Or maybe, you know, she's resentful of these kids, you know, that she has to come and feed every day. Maybe she just wanted to see what would happen. (laughs) (laughs) She had E. coli, man. That's fucking crazy. But, um, okay, what should this lunch lady's evil villain name be? For example, like Poo Poo Pee Pee Bandit or Captain Heinous Anus. Or if she was British, would it be like Lunch Lady Lou or something? What do you think that her her evil villain name should be? How about Scat Woman? <laughs> scat Woman. Yeah, Scat Woman. Yeah, good, you know, scat meaning shit, right? No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I wish she was a guy because Scat Man sounds so much cooler than Scat Woman. The Scat Man. No, no, no. Or poop, 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 Scat Man. <laughs> but maybe well, we, we there is a, there is a there is a cat woman though and uh so it's not too far off that's not that's not too bad right right off the top no, I, no that I was great that. <laughs> and i feel pretty good about that story too because that is uh that if you're leading off with that the woman shitting into the school lunches that that only means that uh yeah you've got some weird things coming up i hope you have some of these famous uh, japanese stories where people are uh stealing off the clotheslines and shit right do you like some of these where do, do guys still do that there do they still steal panties off the clotheslines every day <laughs> every day dude there's stories that we don't cover anymore because it's just like it's just like the same thing again and again and again like i try to find like interesting stories that are like make that they're amusing to me i've been doing this podcast since 2009 right i've seen and heard everything every right. kind of a murder every kind of like a rape every kind of like any kind of a crime in Japan. I, I've heard it. I've seen it. I've covered it. Right. So if it's like really interesting, then I'm just like, wow, this is a great story, you know? But yeah. yeah so I, I'm You're discerning. Yeah. I, I can see you. You sh- should definitely never be like a cop, you know, working on the CSI unit or something, you know, and a woman tells you about a rape and you're just like, Oh, <laughs> oh boring. <laughs> a rape. Oh God. Oh God. All right. So how big was his dick? <laughs> <laughs> was there anything <laughs> was he wearing a weird mask of some sort uh, oh, oh. oh he okay. was circumcised three times he said okay all right there we go that's something interesting oh, at least all right something. yeah did he have a funny name at least all right so i'll i'll i'll, I'll come off of that then and uh well I'm, i'll talk about a murder that we had back in uh let's see well, this is just a, a short while back earlier this year homeless man accused of killing christina yuna lee inside her chinatown apartment was ordered held without bail at his arraignment and this guy here uh 
it's uh, that this guy stabbed this woman unally more than 40 times. Wow. Yeah. And she's a stranger. That's a workout. That's like one, two, three. <laughs> your arm gets tired. You got to take a break. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he probably conserves a lot of his energy, uh, you know, for, for just such occasions. This Manhattan criminal court uh, judge, Jay Weiner, granted the district attorney's request to remand him. So his name's Asamad Nash. This guy's only 25, which is wow. prime stabbing age. You know, I mean, he's, he's still got a young body charged with murder. This woman was 35. She was a creative producer and uh, left her butchered inside her bathtub uh what he did is he, he just followed her inside it was something they call sexually motivated burglary which uh sheds light on a p- potential motive there and while uh, while you arguing the government's case there uh yeah that it's, it says here that the uh the da said that nash attempted to deter he attempted to deter police from entering the apartment by imitating a woman's voice <laughs> Hello, it's not me. You're like Marge Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Hi, we're fine. No, he said, uh, we don't need the police here. Go away. <laughs> Land shark. The sack on a guy to murder a woman. And then we don't need the. No, it's fine. I'm not decent. Uh, we're just watching Netflix. Uh, I can't do that. I can't do that voice. I don't know. Yeah, I've had too so much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he told them. Yeah, he actually told him that. So, um, according to Yaron, now, as he barricaded himself inside the apartment, that's what he did for roughly an hour and a half before they finally got inside the emergency service unit. Uh, he was dragging it out as long as he possibly could. This guy is a uh, just a, an uncommonly stupid looking guy. Uh, and I, it's, so it's, you know, it's, it sort of fits with this whole MO here. Uh, like I said, um, he, he followed her inside. He followed her for a little while mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, just followed her right into the building. And um, this poor Korean woman, you know, just uh, had it. Let's see. She was found in her, uh, dead in her bathroom, naked from the waist up with over 40 stab wounds. Oof. And he was and, and, and he was hiding, you see, uh, under the bed. That's the you know. best place to hide, dude. And every scary movie, that's the go to place. Yeah, they'll never look there. It's the last place they'll expect to find him. You know, we've all uh, seen Taken, right? <laughs> a stab wound to his torso and cuts to his hands and shoulders. So those, I guess, would be some kind of uh, defensive uh, wounds or something. I, I, I really don't know. A yellow-handled knife found behind a dresser. Chilling surveillance footage shows him pushing in uh, when when they return home. Uh, she had just walked up six flights of stairs too, which is you know. You, why didn't you kill me at the bottom of the fucking stairs? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's such a, it's such a six flights is no joke. I used to live in yeah. on the uh, fifth floor and, and it was pretty bad, but, uh, so he, he gets inside. There's, there's a couple of other amusing elements here. Cause he claimed that the woman invited him over for a party. <laughs> I got a party. It's just me and karaoke by myself. I guess he figured she's dead, right? So uh, what can she say? You know, like, yeah, she, we, were, we were friends, and she invited me over for a party, and we were going to have a few drinks and just kind of kick it. It's like, why would anybody want to spend time with you, dude? I mean, that's... Uh, he also said... Did, huh? What time did this happen? Does it have, like, a time? Is it, like, 9 o'clock at night or 9 o'clock yeah, in the morning? Yeah, Let me give you a, let me, uh, give you a reference point. It's, I know it's in the evening after she came home from a party, uh... Let's see. She was heard screaming around 422 a.m. A.m. Yeah, 422 a.m. So she was coming home pretty late. It's like a meth uh, party. <laughs> Seven <laughs> o'clock. Let's start it. 
Unilay, she was heard screaming for help, and a male voice responded, "Calm down, I have a gun." <laughs> that sucks. That, that, that definitely calms it calms you down, right? Calm down, I have a gun. Um, yeah, so it was late. It was late when she came in, and oh, one one more final thing here. He says they're not going to be able to make this stick because they don't have video of him killing her, only walking into the building. So you know him hiding under the bed, and uh, you know the blood, all that stuff. He's only, I guess, not really sufficient evidence. So um, that's it shows what they know about the law, and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Now, Pat, I'm not a detective. I'm not a cop. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a guy that does a podcast about crime for many, many years. I'm kind of an alcoholic, but um, he did it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks that way, doesn't it? But we're, you know what? We have to exclude you from the jury now, Johnny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know what? The thing is, they probably actually did catch him red handed. Literally, too. He's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> dripping with blood. Oh, damn. You don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's paint. I'm an artist. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I guess it's my story now. <clears throat> okay. Let's see where we're going to go. I got a couple of stories here. All right. Okay. I'm going to go strong. Okay. All right. You want a perverted stuff? I got it. <clears throat> School vice principal arrested after miniature camera found in women's toilet. Police in Shinihidaka, Hokkaido, have arrested a 47-year-old man on suspicion of placing a miniature camera inside the women's staff toilet at a junior high school where he is vice principal. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, somebody in Japan likes taking pictures. How odd. <laughs> <laughs> True. You know, I kind of get that that image of that or that uh, that song in my head by the police. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> According to police, Kiyoshi Onodara has admitted to placing a camera inside a small box in the toilet on the first floor of the school building on June 6, Hokkaido TV reported. An employee spotted the camera in the toilet cubicle on June 7th. The school notified the police and after an investigation on staff, Onodara was arrested on Saturday. How did they know it was him? I don't know. You think that he had like a 35 millimeter camera inside a shoebox or something? Because, I mean, this is kind of weird. I mean, I've never been in a girl's bathroom. Well, kind of. I've never been in a girl's bathroom, really. But uh, the thing is, like, I don't think they have boxes inside the girl's bathroom, right? Especially in, like the toilets. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, if, the, if it's a shoebox, they're definitely going to open it up and look inside. So you don't want that. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no shoes. It's a camera. I don't know. Uh, it, it's a good question. You know, people, that's a bad that's a bad thing to record people when they're trying in their most private of moments. You know, uh, they're probably not doing anything fun in there. You know, they're just doing they're just doing something that uh, you would assume. And uh, maybe that's his kink. Yeah, that's definitely his kink. But the thing is, like, I don't understand that kink, Pat. Like, the thing is, just like when people use a toilet, it's never like, I mean, all right. I've had roommates since like the, the since day one, right? And the yeah. thing is, I, I've I've had like small apartments with like the, the bathroom is close to like the bedrooms and stuff. There's nothing cool happening in the bathroom. It's just like yeah. how do you want to record that? Who's interested in that? In fact, the thing is, don't you want to get as far away from that fucking room as possible? 
Like nobody wants to be near the bathroom. The bathroom sucks. It stinks. It smells. Who the fuck is interested in this kind of shit, dude? Literally, this kind of shit. It's fucking yeah. terrible. Who wants to be there, Pat? Tell me. I, so those are people who really, you know who, you know who wants to be there, Scat Woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scat Man. Oh, that's true. All right, fuck it. It, it came around. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Always comes around. All right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead with this uh, to lighten it up here. Okay, okay here we go. Uh, Good this, news. Uh, new- a New York City man uh, who uh, stabbed his girlfriend. Well, he's accused of it anyways. A uh, man brutally slashed his girlfriend inside a lower Manhattan subway station during the morning rush on a Tuesday. Later nabbed wearing Kellogg's Apple Jacks underwear, according to cops and photos. And they have the photos here. Uh, I mean, do you mind? I can share the screen if you'd like to see this guy in his uh, uh, Apple Jacks underwear. Okay, I would uh, love so to see the screen. You'd have to. Uh, yeah, all you got to do is enable the screen share real quick. And in the meantime, I'll just go ahead and read a little bit more about it. Uh, there's a man brutally slashed, like I said. Uh, his, his name is Billy Hernandez. He's 50. In custody hours later with charges pending against him after getting picked up on South Street. Uh, and ex- here we have some photos. It's a... Uh, it's got a red New York T-shirt and Kellogg's Apple Jacks underwear. Um, this woman here got cut up pretty bad. We got photos of her. Shit. Uh, got her face? Up. Yeah. Yeah, on her. Well, mostly it looks like it, it, yeah, on her head. Actually, up on her head or something. Maybe across her face. The oh. bandage, she looks like the mummy, basically. Uh, like, so just, go to, just go to screen share. And then, uh, and there should be something there. This is more or something like that, and uh, like a little arrow off to the side. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a share screen. Okay, boom. Okay, there okay, we go. Great. Desktop. So here we go. Now we can. Well, okay, now here we go. Oh, it says it's still disabled. Oh, you started screen sharing. Five thousand peaches stolen. Ah, we have a look at your. Now we're all messed pre- up. Now we're getting a pre- the look at of my story. screen. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me just send you the link, and then you'll have it, and you can. Uh, I'll just send it in the chat, and then you can share it from there. How about that? Oh, God. Now I'm all messed up. Now I can't get the uh, stream back to normal. Just just hit stop share, and uh, you'll be fine. Stop share. I'm sending you the link right here, and uh, and then you'll have it. And then we'll be able That's not it right there, but uh, it's coming momentarily. Man, uh, you know, I, I understand a guy stabbing his girlfriend. You know, I mean, like, I understand a guy stabbing his wife. Really, I understand stabbing your wife more than your girlfriend. You know, because <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you can get pretty hopeless. You know, and you, it's, it's really stabbing is just it's about investment in that relationship. You know, you gotta, you gotta want somebody dead in a certain way to just take a sharp object and plunge it into their flesh. So. I, it's uh, apparently they were pretty close. I mean, that's my conclusion anyway. Applejack's there and his girlfriend. So uh, you have the link over there in the chat. If you click on that, then it should take you to uh, the photos that you're looking for, the ones that we're all dying to see. I mean, okay. <laughs> you might be a little disappointed at this point because uh, oh, go ahead. What do you need? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to click that later. Uh, the thing is, though, I, I think that, you know, stabbing somebody, that really takes a lot of effort. I mean, you got to choose the knife. You got to like, like pick up the knife. You got to go up to them. You got to actually put the knife in them. You know, I mean, yeah. a, a gun. You got to pull like, it out. You got to put it back in. You got to pull it out. You got to put it back in. Yeah. Like like the previous story, like 40 times or something or 50 times. Is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? I mean, that's a workout, dude. You got to use both hands, you know? 
Yeah, it's like it's like remember the Ginsu knives, remember the commercials in Japan the foot can split wood, but you can't stab your girlfriend with it. <laughs> well, actually you can. <laughs> Case in point, right? <laughs> yeah, but you as you were saying, a gun is a lot less personal. It's just, you know, you pull it, you basically you push a button on somebody and then they're they're gone. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, stabbing. God, you got to think about that. <laughs> I think the most the most primal crime that there can be, like that really, probably the first, I'm going to say it might have been the first crime ever committed, the first murder ever committed. I, now maybe, and may not have been this, but a woman cutting a, a baby out of another, out of a pregnant woman's stomach. That's like, a, that's the most primal murder I can think of, you know, just like, I want that baby inside. I'm going to cut you open and take that baby. Wow. Never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> women are terrible people a guy would never do that a guy would never cut open a. he might want to have kids i think i'd like to be a dad he's never ever gonna cut a, a baby out of a woman's stomach oh i see what you're saying to keep the baby oh i thought you for, meant for an abortion i was like well dude that's pretty... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want an abortion let me just do this for you <laughs> it's oh. a fetus napping <laughs> oh to steal a baby like a, a pre-birth kidnapping or something Thing, right exactly exactly yeah yeah mm. and, but the problem with that is then there's nobody to demand ransom from so i mean it's pretty much yours after that yeah after that you're screwed <laughs> no but in japan we get a lot of problems with like people having babies like young young people having babies and they don't know what to do so they put the babies in like uh lockers right like uh, they go to a train station with the baby and they put in a locker and they lock the baby in there and then the baby of course eventually dies and then you know <laughs> then they go to jail yeah, <laughs> they put it in a locker uh, just to get rid of it. You mean they're not trying to like, I'll be back for it later. It's like, no, this is the final place. <laughs> no, dude, I've got two stories about that today. Like two stories came out this week about that. If you want, I can like cover one if you want. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. All right, all right, let me pull that up, dude. I like I was like, I was thinking, man, that might be a little bit too dark for Pat Dixon. But I mean, if, if you're into it, dude. Yeah, let are me pull you that. joking, man? That's I'm insulted. You even had that thought. I mean, Sorry. if it happened, it, see, to me, it's never nothing's too dark. If it happened, you know, I mean, that's that's all it is. Is did it happen? And if it, it did. did, then then it's not too dark. OK, all right. Well, that's going to definitely eliminate one of my stories. Uh, okay, this is going to take me a second to find this. Well, you have one that didn't happen? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, I had uh, another one that's like not as dark as like, uh, it's like a family murder. But uh, let's see here. Uh, family murders can be pretty heavy sometimes. Uh, my favorite type of family no. murder is when they uh, we have a patriarch, a gr like a grandpa, and one day he just, you know, takes his shotgun shells, loads up his gun, and just fucking murders everybody in the family the dog and then himself <laughs> he's like this is a bad idea starting this fucking party. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna clean up my own mess before i get out of here <laughs> oh dude oh god all right let's see we gotta all right all right, right. let me just read some of these okay <clears throat> train conductor arrested over groping incidents uh charge uh let's see doctor arrested over alleged sex act with minor uh Ba body of newborn girl found in parking lot uh, had been there since April. Oh, okay, okay, this is a good one. Okay, so that's one that you wanted. That's nice. right. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, you said left on uh, in a parking lot. It was, she was in a the baby was in a uh, a locker, or was it just out in the? Uh, oh, there's another one in a locker. Do you want me to do the locker one or this one? I, oh man, you know what? I, I you tell me because like they both sound pretty promising. Uh, all right. This one's actually kind of short. I could probably read both of them. Here we go. Why not? Whew. All right. Baby of newborn girl found in parking lot had been there since April, police said. Osaka, Aishiru. I love Osaka. Please in Osaka say a newborn baby girl whose body was found in a car parking lot on Tuesday had been dead since late April. Uh, following the result of an autopsy, the baby was found in a plastic bag inside a paper bag at around 11.45 p.m. on Tuesday in Nihonbashi parking lot in Chuo Ward, Kyoto News reported the so wasteful. Lot- so wasteful. I'm just going to interject. That's that's yeah. a, t- a bad paper and plastic. That's you don't need all that. Yeah, you know the thing is, I mean, if you're going to recycle, you should just stick with the paper. Um, well, the baby, the baby's actually compost, so you got to separate all that stuff. <laughs> oh God, you're right. Yeah, that's that's going to get complicated. The parking lot is in the Minami Entertainment District. Oh, it's an entertainment district near. Nanki Namba Station, which basically means like kind of like a red light party district. Uh, oh. Police said there were no external signs of injury on the infant who was naked and still had her umbilical cord attached. Uh, decomposition, decomposition of the corpse had begun when it was found. Police said they are analyzing... <laughs> It's getting wasted. Analyzing street surveillance camera footage to try to determine who might have left the infant in the parking lot. I don't know, ma'am. What do you think, Pat? I think we have a desperate young mother who would rather go out and dance than be uh, pregnant. You know, it might be one of those have the baby in your pants kind of things, you know, when she's just on her way out to party. Uh, It's I'm not sure if it was intentionally left there or if, uh, yeah, if somebody basically just babied their pants. I don't know, man. You never know. But the thing is, I think like in this area or in all red light, uh, red light or party areas of like Japan, oh. it's all young people. Like everybody there is like fucking like from 16, 18, 20 to like maybe like 30 years old. So I, I think it's just like a dumb kid that just basically has like a stomach cramp and realizes they're pregnant or whatnot. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they still want to party that night, so they just get rid of the evidence. That's what I mean by having the baby in her pants. I mean that w- there was a show about uh, about these things, these unex- unexpected, unsuspected pregnancies. And like a woman just like, I had a ba- you had a baby, I had a baby in my pants. I mean that was uh, one of the, the things that, back when I was back on uh, what was the show called? That stupid VH1 Best Week Ever. They would have all these Friends? dumb shows. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, how long have you been there? (laughs) 20 years. Yeah, well, let me ask you. You let me reference you for TV shows here in the states. <laughs> don't ask me about uh, if it's not Friends or Survivor or Seinfeld. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> the, the umbilical umbilical cord was still attached, huh? Yeah. So yeah, I'd say that that somebody gave birth right there on the spot, and it was just like, well, fuck it. We you know we got reservations or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh God, probably Why true. Why let a good time? Yeah, I mean, like yeah, probably I, I, true. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? The the kids are probably better off. You know, I mean, like an adoption might have been best, but it sounds like that would not have been a very good mother. But in Japan, adoption is not really a big thing here. People don't really adopt kids here. Like in the Why States, 
I, I don't know that it's not like a thing. Like, I mean, you never really hear of somebody that's been adopted or people that are thinking about adopting kids. It's not really like a thing here. I don't think adoption is like um, part of Japanese culture. Maybe, maybe it is for some people, but I don't, I, I, I've never really heard of it. I've been here for wow. 20 years. And I've never really heard of anybody being adopted or adopting somebody or something. Is, is there a word for adoption even in, in Japanese? Adoption, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of drunk, so <laughs> that's not, that sounds very similar to the English. Yeah. yeah let me um, ask you. Let me. Hey, Risa. She's got her fucking headphones on. She can't fucking hear anything. All right, never mind. Throw something at her. <laughs> well, I can, hell, I can just go to my Google uh, handy. <laughs> but I got a knife here, right here. Let me just throw it at her. <laughs> let me see. Google Translate. Uh, we'll adoption. find it uh, right quick. Yeah, it was adoption to the japanese uh let's see detect language take it to the japanese pato dixon it's called pat dick well what no, I'm just- <laughs> sorry okay, dude. Well, i can't read this anyway so i mean like it does mean no good it's just a bunch of symbols uh i wish i could show it to you but i can't uh i guess you could do a similar you got google translate there right kaketsu it's called kaketsu. So they, there is adoption. There is adoption. There's a word for it. There is a thing. It's kaketsu. But uh, yeah. Shameful, I mean, huh? They're not, they're not into doing it. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I, I don't think many people do it, to be honest. Yeah, it's not considered a, a better option than death. I got you. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's funny because uh, maybe they're just like uh, not as morally broken down. There's not enough need for that. Or there's, you know, people are better prepared. People are more responsible, maybe. And they just it, like people have a baby, they keep it. There's more of a family, you know, tightness. Well, the thing is, it's just like I, I've never been exposed to that here in Japan. So maybe it's kind of like a subculture that people don't talk about. Or maybe it's like a thing that is just like. Yeah, I think it's probably like something that people just don't talk about. Like if somebody adopts a kid, they don't like make it exposed that their kids adopted or or maybe like if somebody's adopted, they don't talk about them being adopted. Maybe it's like something it's not shameful or anything like that. But maybe it's just something that people just don't talk about. It's more of like a family issue or family thing that people just don't expose because I've never heard about that ever in Japan. You know, Uh, you want to hear about two uh, strangers stabbing a 16 year old inside a violent Brooklyn subway station. Oh, I love that. That'd be great. Uh, the teen was uh, b- waiting to board the southbound A train at the Broadway Junction around 10.20 p.m. Sunday when the two men approached him, one of them asking, what are you looking at? And the question sparked a fight. Uh, eventually, it turned violent. A fight that turned violent, is said. Well, if it's a fight, it turns violent immediately. The fight was, uh, maybe they, I don't know, but the suspects. Slap happy stuff. Yeah, just like, you know, put up your two, see? One of the suspects pulled out a knife and stabbed the boy, quote, multiple times in the face and neck, and the pair then fled on separate CNA trains. So they, they, uh, I don't know, I guess they got lucky that those trains got there at the same time, and they were able to uh, make their escape in two different directions. So a victim was taken to Brookdale Hospital, stable condition, and uh, yeah, so... That's that. It's uh, the, the attackers look like one of them looks like the like one of the Beastie Boys, like at around 1989. And I'm going to say the other one looks like uh, he's wearing a fake beard, almost looks like a woman in a fake beard. 
but uh, yeah, this is that, that's something else, right? It leads to you don't, don't ever get into arguments. We, if what are you looking at? The answer to that is, I'm looking at uh, a bunch of stuff in the opposite direction of you, and uh, <clears throat> keep going. Yeah, dude. Like when I had my situation in New York and stuff, when somebody th- when that guy threatened to like stab me in the face, yeah, basically we just walked away, you know. And yeah, the thing is, like when area. I walked away, I had eyes in the back of my head. I was like, watch that motherfucker as I was walking away, you know. And, yep. and that's that's what you got to do, you know, being the man and being like, yo, what's up? You know, dude, you're going to get fucking stabbed in the fucking face. Fuck that. You don't need to f- get into a whole big physical altercation. I mean, you've got a lot more to lose. Like you said, this guy's got half a, a you know, a loaf of cornbread uh, hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, yep. You've probably been to the dentist in the last few years. Why? Why risk that? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, going to the dentist. Japan's expensive as a motherfucker, too. Oh, yeah, really. man. I bet you it's 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 really expensive. Why do you, why do you suppose that is? Well, I mean, actually, well, I don't know. I think going to the dentist anywhere is kind of expensive, but uh, yeah, hmm? yeah. I, I'm sorry, I was just agreeing, kind of, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, on that note, I mean, I don't think I'd ever have cornbread in my mouth like that guy did. <laughs> I mean, you were you had a clean <laughs> shirt on. That's already more to lose than you really care to. Oh, jeez. All right, the booze is kicking in. All right, let me get into my story. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm drinking. You're not. This is crazy. Here we go. Train conductor arrested over groping incident. The story took place in Miyagi. Police in Shiroishi, Miyagi Prefecture, have arrested a 27 year old train conductor on suspicion of groping a teenage girl aboard a late night train. Night train, ready to crash in Berhern, whatever learn. Okay, according to police, Hiromu Harara is accused of groping the girl's breasts at around 12.10 a.m. Sunday, I brought a train in the JR Tohoku line between Kitashiharakawa and Hagashiharahoshii which makes no sense for anybody that's listening to this outside of Japan stations. Uh, Kyoto news reported the girl who has been sitting alone called one one zero after the incident, when the train arrived at its terminal station, Hiroshima station, Ohara was detained by police. So basically this guy that's running the train and basically driving all these people around, decided to leave his post and go back in the car and start groping girls. It's like 1210. They're all drunk. Fuck it. And so he went back there and started groping like girls. But this girl was like a teenage girl and she had nothing to do with that. She's like, yo, dude, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, look, people don't have to tolerate that. That's not it's like the wallet inspector. It's not real. You know, when they come back to see like uh, uh, I'm here to inspect your panties or whatever. I mean, you might be a train conductor and he looks official, but he doesn't have a right to put his hands all over you. Her breasts, her breasts, just her breasts. Well, yeah, which is basically a victimless crime. You know what I mean? The guy's driving the train. How about a little respect? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I'd be worried. I'm like, wait, you're you're squeezing my boobies, and like we're going for, dude. You you got to go up front, dude. You put put your fucking foot on the brakes and shit, dude. We got we get the next stop coming up, you know. My God, don't worry. It's an express. We're we're blowing through the next couple of stations. Uh, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this a long time. I'm union. <laughs> 
There was one guy here who, who groped a woman in such a way that it was so tender and so sweet that it was almost like, you know, this is probably better than most of the dates the woman's had lately. You know, I mean, the guy gave her like a little, just a little tiny kiss, you know, and a hug. And <laughs> she and, said that. Well, <laughs> I said it. I mean, she, she didn't own up to that, you know, but women are proud. They're never going to come out and say something like that. Uh, I, I don't have a subway groping right now. Uh, but uh, I, I, you know, see, we, that's enough stuff in the subway for now. Here's a guy who kind of got screwed over. Lower East Side resident, resident, he was beaten. Now, Lower East Side, you know where that is. It's if you go east and then walk down, yeah. slashed and robbed of his uh, designer watch. When he confronted a man who he found with his girlfriend, guy comes home, finds a guy with his girlfriend who steals his watch. 33-year-old victim had just gotten uh, home around 7, 10 p.m. on the 6th. He found a stranger with his gal pal at his apartment at Stelancey and Baruch Drive. And the two men got into a fight that ended with the intruder punching the victim in the face multiple times and slashing him in the neck. And he swiped his $7,000 Cartier watch and his keys before he left. And so the guy's in stable condition, but I don't see how because... You're going to feel pretty unstable, my friend, when you lose your girlfriend and your $7,000 watch and your keys all in one moment. What a bitch that woman is, huh? Yeah, dude, losing your keys kind of sucks. It's like if you want to fucking bang a different dude, cheat on a guy, that's fine. Don't cheat on a guy who's going to steal my watch. Don't cheat, I mean, don't cheat with a guy that's going to, you know, rob me. Yeah. That's it's really... it's that's really insult to injury, you know, in, in a way that I hope they catch this guy. I usually don't root either way, you know, for someone to be uh, arrested. <laughs> or, but I have to say, for this guy's sake, I hope he gets justice. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, God, that sucks, dude. Being robbed by somebody that you're, like, involved with really, really, really sucks. Because the thing is, like, it's not even like, like, if you get robbed by somebody that you don't know, you're like, Fuck, dude, I really like that phone. God, I really like that watch. God, I really like those shoes. But if you know the person, you're like, man, fuck that person. It's like more of a, you really get more involved in the crime. You really hate that person even more, you know? Oh, yeah. You're like, man, I can't believe it. I can't. She would do that. Holy shit. You know, after all the time she accused me, oh, I'm stealing this, I'm stealing that. She's always thought I was, uh, you know, take, taking stuff from her purse and shit like that. And she has the fucking, oh, that, you've got a, a hundred things related to that yep. make it a hundred times worse. I mean, plus this guy, I mean, she's cheating on him with, a, yep. with this robber. You think that this was an intentional thing? Like she just was like, hey, we'll rob him when he gets here? Or yeah. do you think, that, yeah, I, I don't know, I'm not so sure. I, like, I mean, it seems like there was a fight and then the guy was like, uh, all right, just took his stuff after he beat his ass. Yeah. Maybe she was just maybe she was just cheating with a sort of a, you know, a loose cannon. But you're probably right. Yeah. But the thing's like, you know, they're going to go to the cops and you know they're going to fucking like pinpoint you and be like, yeah, he's the guy that did it. Right. You know, it's, it's not like you're going to rob somebody and get away with it, dude. I mean, true. Yeah, and there's a DNA sample like all over the chick's lips. <laughs> <laughs> a semen. <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> no, not those lips. <laughs> oh well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that's a that's a really low hanging fruit type of joke. I apologize. <laughs> we can do better. Yeah. All right. So it's my story. Okay. Here we go. Next story. All right. So I was looking for a story about another uh, infant body. Okay. So I got another one. 
23-year-old woman arrested for abandoning infant's body inside suitcase hidden in closet. Okay, here's another one. Tokyo, police in Hino City, Tokyo, have arrested a 23-year-old woman on suspicion of corpse abandonment after the body of a newborn boy was found inside a suitcase hidden in a closet. According to police, Chihiro Fukushima, a part-time worker, has admitted to the charge. Kyoto News reported that Fukushima lived with her parents. Oh, shit grandparents uh, at around 11 on Sunday Fukushima's mother noticed an unusual order coming from her daughter's room when she went to see what it was she discovered the baby's corpse inside the suitcase uh, in the closet and called 110 aka 911 police quoted Fukushima saying that she placed the baby's uh, the baby inside the suitcase after giving birth at the end of May Okay, well, that's kind of sad and depressing, but um, yeah, it's got to be absolutely horrific for like the mother. I mean, the mother's, the grandmother, right? Yeah. She comes in, she's vacuuming. She's like taking care of like the laundry and shit. She's like, smell a dead mouse. And she opens up the closet and she's like, oh shit. Oh my God. Could you imagine that, dude? That's got to be so fucked up. That poor lady. I know. She's like, man, I, she packed. I, is she going somewhere? Because she packed her dead baby, and yet uh, she just left the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she'd be gone by now. <laughs> yeah. Now this whole place smells like dead baby. Oh, God. Uh, so this is one of the few women who will actually know the difference in dead mouse and dead baby. You know, the subtlety. Uh, I don't know what month did, did they find this? Because they said it's been in there since May. She had it and put it in. Now, did the grandmother not notice, mm. right? That, hey, you know, I don't see you feeding the kid or anything. I don't get to bounce it on my knee all the time. <laughs> Must not have even known she had the kid, right? I don't think she knew that she had the kid. I think basically the kid, the daughter had the baby and didn't know what to do with it and then put it in the closet in a fucking suitcase and just like, oh, I'll take care of it later. And yeah. uh, after about a couple of days or a week or something like that, she's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just move forward. And uh, she just didn't dispose of the baby, I guess. She's um, a, what do you call it? A procrastinator. You know, that's a, that's an unfortunate uh, a quality to have. But I mean, if you, it's putting it, I guess, you know, what's interesting about this? She's uh she's charged with cor abandoning a corpse. So yeah. that would suggest that the baby wasn't alive when she put it into the, into the suitcase. And I bet you, they just can't prove whether or not the baby was dead or alive. So they charge her with the, the more certain type of uh, conviction, you know, which would be the corpse thing. And she's young and she didn't know what the hell to do. So I think that's a fair charge, actually. I mean, I hate to, I hate to think that she put a live baby into the suitcase and it just suffocated. However, uh, you know, I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. You never know, man. I mean, there's like a whole slew of like, uh, I guess crimes you could throw against this lady. I mean, abandoning the corpse is probably the lightest one. I mean, it could be like murder. It could right. be even kidnapping, maybe. I mean, there's like so many crimes that could go against this lady, you know? Kid packing. Uh, yeah. Uh, it could. 
I'm trying to think of what else it could. I mean, I think abandoning a corpse is probably the the least right yeah, is, that, yeah. that, that they could. And like I said, you know, I mean, like a young girl, why not give her the benefit of the doubt? Uh, and uh, you know, I'm willing to do that if Grandma is the strap hanger uh, battered in a brutal hammer attack. I love hammer attacks. I don't know if you ever get those there, uh, but we we get yeah we get those uh, at a Manhattan subway station. He says New Yorkers have had it with the out of control transit violence. Um, so this guy's Bernie Gatz, but he didn't pull the trigger on anybody. He just got the shit beat out of him. Uh, we're trying to live our lives as well as we can, you know, and it's just unfortunate that we have to face all these adversities along with uh, just all the struggles in life. We have to face all these adversities along with the struggles in life. If you look up uh, the definition of adversities, it is the struggles in life. Uh, the 29-year-old victim told the Post that. So uh, he said it's just unnecessary conflict and it sucks. Yeah, I, I agree. It's unfortunate, you know. This is like they're speaking to this guy in depth, apparently. The city, the way it is, obviously something has to happen. Something has to change. And uh, this is uh, shortly before they nabbed the alleged attacker. Uh, a little bit further west on 14th Street subway line. That was 48-year-old Christian Jeffers, who identifies as a woman. So we have a trans hammer attacker spotted by uh, the transit cop shortly after 2 p.m. Charged with second-degree assault. Second-degree assault. I mean, like, I don't know. Swinging a hammer at somebody could... It, they, they really go with these charging decisions. They're usually pretty weak because that could be attempted murder. You can easily kill somebody. Oh that. yeah, that's definitely an attempt to murder. Two p.m., dude, isn't that early? Yeah, two p.m. is mid afternoon, and it's a it's a bit early to be out hammer uh, murdering. But I'm going to say that this trans individual might have just been on the way home from the night before, maybe. So it's actually super late. Uh, it's interesting here uh, too because you know um, they they tr they really wanted people to uh, the police to not prosecute turnstile jumping here anymore, just yeah. like you said about jaywalking. We, but you let that shit go eventually. Uh, it, it becomes a bad thing. You know, first of all, nobody pays for the train anymore. They, they lose money. Second of all, you stop catching people like they caught this person. They saw Jeffers jumping the turnstile at the station, took her into custody with a hammer recovered from her bag. And so uh, that's how you make arrests. It's like, oh, because criminals don't pay for the subway. Yeah. They just don't. Not everybody who jumps the turnstile is a criminal, but uh, you know every criminal will jump the turnstile. Yeah. Victim, yeah. So that's that's why shit like that is important. Uh, and I don't want to see this Jeffers person is very trans looking, even without the wig. Uh, I, you want to hear how it happened? Why not? He ended yeah, up sure. Why not? Yeah. Because after that, he turned around trying to get into my face pretty aggressively, and in that kind of process, he ended up stepping up on me. The victim said he stepped on my foot, and then after that, he took the hammer, and then I was hit on the head. I didn't see the hammer. I just saw him reaching into a bag, pulled something out. Ugh. It happened like too quick for me to react. Oh my so god! Fun. Being hit in the head like a fucking like uh, what Donkey Kong Mario fucking hammer and shit, dude. <laughs> that will fuck you up, dude. Bam, dude, knocked down. Wow. Oh, dude, that's fucking crazy, dude. We need somebody rolling barrels at these motherfuckers. Oh, God, barrels, dude. Barrels means fucking bullets, dude, because the thing is, it's like you get hit in the head once, dude. Out, dude. There's fucking nothing you can do, dude. You get hit in the head with a fucking hammer. Dude, you are not fucking walking around straight for at least a week, dude. Oh, yeah. man, that is crazy, dude. You're going to see birds over your head, and that's if you don't get hit with the claw <laughs> end, man. Birds. I mean, that could go right into your skull. Uh, it's, uh, 
it's 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 serious right it's just like you said why you hit me the attacker yells why the fuck you hit me after he hit him it wasn't painful what I, it wasn't painful i felt a lot of blood running down the side of my head i was just kind of shocked and dazed a little bit so he said it wasn't even painful this guy got hit in the head with a hammer he got hit so hard that it fucking like shocked his whole system so he didn't feel the pain and this story was not publicized very strongly and i'm i'm sorry but it's because the person's trans and when when a person is trans the media cuts cuts them a break and just doesn't uh they don't get all caught up in the uh fun of the story so much you know what i mean so if i'm going to commit a crime i'm going to be trans it helps it helps yeah oh, i mean okay. if, you, if you don't want it to, if you don't want it to be you know I mean, there was a serial killer here who was uh basically basically a serial killer who was really old weird trans person and it's the kind of thing that you would think wow that's one of the craziest stories of the year and you know yeah. it would be hard to locate it at this point it's it's just uh it's swept under a little bit really they, they cut they cut him a break they cut him a little bit of a break in the news and i think they cut him a little bit of a break with the law too sometimes but you know here's another thing you might notice is that mm -hmm. like sometimes a trans person is accused in a crime and uh, or and once they are accused or once they are convicted one or the other <coughs> suddenly it's just a guy in a dress <laughs> <laughs> really so yeah that's the it changes their whole status Oh shit! Okay, all right. I've got uh, one last story. One last story. Are right, you got time for one last story? I got time for one last story. All right. Uh, one Pull it together, man. <laughs> okay, here we go, dude. I fucking like. All right, we've been doing this podcast for like what three hours now. All right, it caught up with you, man. Yeah, the when the, the booze caught up with you, and uh, it did. It did, but it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm okay. Time to, here we time go. to rest. Yep. Time to rest. Okay, here we go. A bogus delivery man sexually assaults woman, steals her underwear. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Aichi, police in Yatami, Aichi Prefecture, have arrested a 32-year-old 32, 32 man on suspicion of sexually assaulting a 24-year-old woman and stealing her underwear. According to police, Yuta Asakura, a fireman, fireman, wore the uniform of a delivery man when he buzzed the apartment of the woman at around 2.10 p.m. on May 5th, Tokai TV reported. When the woman opened the door, he forced his way in and threatened her with a cutter knife, uh, saying that he would kill her if she screamed, police said. Police said the woman told them that uh, after he, after she sexually was assaulted, Asaki stole her panties and then left. He was identified after an analysis of surveillance camera footage outside the apartment building. Dude, I'm way too drunk to fucking read these stories, but I gotta say, <laughs> dude, that is fucking insane. It's a fireman dressed as a fucking delivery man who is actually, in fact, a rapist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on, dude? And then fucking he stole her panties after he fucking raped her, dude. I mean, I'm, I feel really bad for her. That's really bad. I'm really sorry that that happened and shit. But I mean, this guy is fucking a class A fucking Whoa. scumbag, dude. Wait one second. Maybe, though, he is just a panty thief disguised also as a rapist. <laughs> 
<laughs> Surprise! Yeah, I'm not a rapist at all. Give me the panties. <laughs> I gotta do this for my identity theft, you know. Oh <laughs> gonna, god, this guy's like a Russian doll of identities. <laughs> oh what my a god, dishonest motherfucker he is. Oh, jeez, but he's actually a fucking fireman, dude. That's fucking insane. But the thing is, though, if he's a fireman, he would definitely know about the fucking CCTV because in Tokyo, there's CCTV everywhere. Everywhere right. you go, every street corner, every fucking convenience store, every fucking everything, there's a CCTV like fucking one of those little boxes, right? You can't yeah. go anywhere without like a fucking CCTV like covering your shit, right? So this guy should have known that shit, but no, he's too. Well, he had it. He's like, I'm disguised as a delivery man, so they'll never know. I, I just came in to make a little delivery. Oh, uh, you think he had like the fucking UPS hat and little short shorts? <laughs> it's, it's, I guess it could be different there. Maybe uh, your delivery men are not. Uh, <laughs> he had a box. In the brown. <laughs> he had a box in front of his cock, and he opened up the box. He's like, surprise! <laughs> Look, it's my tiny penis. <laughs> From the box, relative to the box you know it's like gonna be <laughs> she's like oh dude. no i'm gonna be raped with the little penis <laughs> and look at the disappointment of the woman too she thinks she's getting a nice package you know and then turns out not only that she's getting raped and stolen from yeah my deck of cards came in oh no <laughs> oh, shit yeah, I, she she had a few things on order, and uh, uh, and then she was, you know, something, man. Uh, that that stealing the panties probably part of getting rid of the evidence, right? You know, I mean, because you might drop a pube in there. Of course, it's also a trophy, you know. And it's, no, it's and a it's, trophy, dude. In Japan, dude, fucking people love to fucking steal panties here, so it's like kind yeah, of like yeah. a thing. So well, it's yeah. also a it's also a laundry day, you know, uh, last resort. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Would you wear a pair of ladies' panties? Uh, you know, like if it gets down to it, if you're like, hey, I'm out of underwear, you know, I guess I'll wear these panties that I stole from that woman I raped when I was disguised as a delivery man. No, 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 no. I free ball that shit, dude. Oh, dude, no, of course not. No, yeah. but the thing is, just like, I, you know, the thing is, like, I don't understand the stealing of panties, but that shit happens here like all the time, all the time, right? So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Different cultures fetishized different you know things i guess and uh and and it happens to be panties there in japan and then things linger yeah. I mean, I, who knows what starts that who knows how long it's been going on or what it is about it that what or it could be something just in the natural uh, the national culture the national sort of uh mm. you know like that they they like uh you know they just really like the smell of pussy but not pussy itself just when it's <laughs> awesome Yo, Pat, but we, we got a fucking superhero here in Japan. Like, if you like uh, have the comics, there's comics that have like a superhero where he wears panties on a, and his face. He's like the panty man that runs around and like solves crimes and shit, whatever. But he's got like a panty, like a girl's like set of panties on his head. He's not. He's not. Uh, this is a comical superhero type guy, right? Like a uh, retard guy that we had here or something like that. Uh, I mean, it can't it can't be like th he's not up there with Superman. There's not panty head man. He's not Superman. He's more like Green Lantern. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a B superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, he's 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 not up on the top tier for sure. No, I know he's uh, like a big a big guy. But but people, does he look through the leg holes and so the crotch is on his nose? That's right. That's right. Like the pussy crotch is on his face, 
and he's got the fucking like the leg things through his eyes. You could Google that shit. Fucking faders, I mean, look that shit up. Very popular Halloween costume in Japan, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've actually seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to make it home. <laughs> it's good. Hey, Johnny, we got to do this again very, very soon because, like, oh, yeah. in, in fact, we should just this should just be the show from now. I like doing this better than I like just doing crime report. We've both been doing podcasts in big cities for over 10 years. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know what? It's, it's great, you know, but this is so much more interesting. We got to at least do it once a month or something. I would love to do this once a month, man. Like, I mean, I, I'll try not to get this drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're fine. Yeah, you're it, fine. Don't hey, worry about listen, it. All right, Pat, for my, for, I mean, to my benefit, this is like Friday night. Tomorrow, I can like sleep in. This week has been fucking crazy as shit. So I've got, uh, I, I've been indulging in the booze just a little bit. But I mean, yeah, I'm dude, if, like, if you want to do this like once a month, dude, I'd be more than down to do this. Okay, well, that'll be the deal then. Hey, and, uh, you know, I'll, I hope we can talk to you again soon. Uh, well, in a month, right? And, and uh, uh, shit, my pleasure being on your show, Got Faded. How did you come up with the name, Got Faded? Got Faded Japan. Got Faded Japan basically means getting fucked up with your friends and having conversations and just enjoying your time with your friends. Got okay. Faded. So it's basically like, you know, like, when you meet your friends, you have a couple of beers, and you just talk about bullshit. That's got faded Japan. All right, cool. Well, but it, we kind of took it to the next level and stuff like, all right, about the news. We, we got the news incorporated because like uh, at the time, like in 2000, like at the time, 2002, there's like a magazine called Metropolis that had like a lot of like news articles in it. Right. So everybody in Japan that was like an expat would read these news articles. I was like absolutely insane, right? So I came up with the idea of taking like Got Faded and fucking uh, the crazy news, putting it together and just having like a podcast about just like talking about Japanese news and getting drunk. Yeah, so that's obvious. Oh, so before it was just a directionless thing. You had no topic per se. How long did it go on like that? No, 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 no. There's like, no, there's no on topic. Like basically when I came up with this idea, I wanted to do a podcast. And uh, when the, this idea came in, I was like, this is the, this is the direction I should pursue. So okay. that was it. Okay. I hear you. All right, then. Uh, well, check out my locals if you haven't, because we got a lot of fun uh, shows on there. NYC crime report dot locals dot com. Yeah. Hope you get an opportunity. And, uh, man, I'm going to let you go. Enjoy the rest of your night. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up suicide. 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 Suicide.